I am Nadia and I'm from Zen Onco and Love Heals Cancer. We guide cancer patients on adopting an integrative oncology treatment approach. We help them find the right balance between medical treatment and complementary treatment approaches. We help patients with our team of oncologists, lab experts, nutritionists and other healthcare professionals so the outcome for the treatment of the patient is at its best. and we also help in connecting patients with each other such as cancer warriors and survivors who come together who bring the community together and inspire each other through this journey with each inspirational story we tend to push out there the motivation and determination that cancer can be cured and today we we have a veteran with us like what more is it of fighting some uh, the enemy and getting right there we have retired major general cp singh here with us and he is here to share his story with us i cannot wait to listen to him i cannot wait to hear this war veteran story and he is such a national pride to all of us with the kind of work with the kind of effort and work he has been doing for the country and everybody as part of his journey and more or less he has survived cancer being there Thank you so much sir for being with us today taking the time out for being with us today and over to you you can take the story from here over to you sir Thank you Radhya and uh, dear friends who all are listening to me I am Major General CP Singh retired from the Indian Army after 36 years of service uh, in December 2015 and presently I am at Jaipur Pakistan uh, when we talk about uh, cancer uh, it's a big, uh, big word very malign word uh, but then uh, as a soldier uh, it's a fight against an unwanted enemy intrusion into our body uh, and i took it as a battle i had three battles and i came out winner and you can see me in front of you absolutely hale and hearty so the cancer must be thinking that it made a wrong choice of the target uh anyway to just to you know tell you how it happened with me and how i faced the challenges uh, it all started in december 2007 uh 29th of december i had my birthday 50th birthday uh golden jubilee or whatever silver uh, on your 50th birthday Yeah, December two thousand seven. Uh, I had my fiftieth birthday, the golden uh, jubilee of the birthday. The entire family was together, relatives, friends. We had a gala time, uh, nice time, and uh, life was very comfortable. I was commanding a brigade in Delhi, uh, and uh, had a beautiful house to live and a very affectionate, caring wife. She was principal of a school. I was uh, doing well in the career. I was especially selected. to head the brigade in delhi there is only one artillery brigade so it's the chosen one who comes there and my son was doing engineering my daughter was in 9 10th class uh, life was very comfortable and you know nadia they say in the there used to be ad onida tv ad which used to come that time uh, owners pride and neighbors envy so my <laughs> life was uh, something like uh, onida tv uh owners pride and uh, neighbors envy 
uh, people would envy my life and uh, i was so proud of it uh, everything perfect copy book style uh, but as you say you know uh, when everything is going all right the god puts in a little tadka he puts in a little challenges in life uh, so that uh, people don't forget god also exists uh, true so very true he uh, in uh, summer of 2008 after 6 months of what i have narrated i was in delhi we go for our annual medical checkups so i was going in the month of may for my medical checkup and uh, uh, i saw a little swelling in my neck a uh, little uh, no pain nothing i thought maybe some infection or something i said theek kabhi jayenge to dikha lenge there was no time to go to hospital but for medical you had to go so i had a friend of mine in army hospital rr hospital uh, he was an anesthetist but a friend of mine so i used to whenever going to hospital go and have a cup of tea with him so i just shared with him i said yeah uh, though there is no problem but there is something rubbery sort of a thing which maybe you know i am putting on weight so the fat is increasing and my collar bones are disappearing uh, so he jokingly said he said okay sir we'll uh, have a look you get the test done so i got all the blood test and everything done whatever he had said and whatever is the routine annual medical checkup nothing came out of it so uh, he said sir i i jokingly told him i said yeah you wasted time nothing has come out i am absolutely fine he said okay just one more test i said okay so we went through a fnac the fine needle aspiration test they put a needle in the, the part and uh, take it out and uh, do the biopsy check so uh, he called me after 3 days 4 days and he said sir please come and have a cup of tea with me i said doctor calling for a cup of tea means there may be something wrong so i went there uh, he was giving a very serious look i said what happened i said had the test result come he said yes sir uh, things not okay i said what happened here i never imagined in my dreams also this could happen uh, because i was leading a very pious life no habits which lead to cancerous uh, as per the doctors so i never thought about it so he said okay don't worry uh, he said come with me he took me to the oncology department i read their oncology i didn't know a damn about oncology i didn't I never heard this word so he took me to uh, colonel dhar that time now brigadier ekedar he was the hod head of the department of oncology and he said sir uh, dhar is my friend and he will tell you everything and he just vanished colonel uh, dhar was a very serious type of a person and he said sir please sit down and he started telling me sir uh, not to worry and you know it will be all right it will be cured you don't have to worry and uh, you know the with the seriousness that he was talking to me i am a very generally happy go lucky person so i thought there's something wrong here so kuch to hai so uh, something was very serious with me so he said sir you forget about your office you forget about your career you just concentrate on your health and uh, you come to us and we will be cure, you will be cured it's curable and it's very early stage and Uh, so i listened to him for 10 minutes and uh, i said uh, uh, there uh, have i got cancer because i i had heard about cancer such a deadly disease so he laughed he said no sir you can't say cancer is a very you know maligned word uh, yes it is some form of carcinoma and some malignancy is there but we will treat it 
now all these words were very greek to me i come from a very village background and you know uh, even in service i had not come across fortunately all these words oncology and carcinoma and malignancies and uh, what not so uh, i i could not and i didn't uh, show my ignorance to him of my english so i just kept quiet and but i could make out there something serious i said it is something i think cancer only that she is telling me six months you give your next six months to us and all that Uh, you go and uh, tell your wife and uh, share with her and then come tomorrow and uh, digest sleep over it and then i'll brief you tomorrow so i just told him in a filmy style you know i said brigade dhar ye batao mere paas kitna time hai in simple words so he said sir why do you say so uh, when i am telling you you will be cured don't think on those lines uh, it is some form of uh, lymph node uh, this thing it's called non hodgkins lymphoma i said okay i came out of the room he had made it look so simple but you know it was ringing in my head as i sat down on the vehicle and my house was about 10 minutes away uh, it was it was hitting me again and again and again i have got cancer i have got cancer i have got cancer you know uh, it's a game changer when the news is uh, given to you for the first time uh, the whole world around you changes uh, you know uh, there were calls coming to me because from the office i had not uh, attended the calls for last one hour so some sir this happened that happened we have to do this i was just you know listening but i was not concentrating i i just ignored those calls and but in my mind it is going on how things will work out here uh, कैसे होगा बच्चे छोटे हैं माय वाइफ इज अलोन व्हाट विल हैपन हाउ मच टाइम हाउ बैड इट विल बी द एंड व्हाट ऑल एडवर्सिटीज कुड हैपन सो मेनी थिंग्स वर कमिंग इन दोस 15 मिनट्स इन माय माइंड एंड व्हाई मी यार व्हाट हैव आई डन आई हैव सो द फर्स्ट क्वेश्चन व्हिच कम्स टू एवरीबॉडीज माइंड इज व्हाई मी सो आई सेड यार I lead a very pious life. I am a teetotaler. I am a non-smoker. I am a vegetarian. I do my yoga. I do my PT games, uh, physical fitness, uh, and knowing unknowingly, I never harmed anybody. Though I am not a very uh, big as the prayer and uh, don't go much to temple and all, but I am a karma yogi like a soldier. But I wouldn't have harmed anybody for that matter. So why is God punishing me? Why has He selected me? All those thoughts were coming in my mind. Uh, you know, Nadia. i reached home uh, my wife started house ka things you know the mundane chores and children not doing something mischief and servant something the household problems the things to be brought from market and we have to go and buy this and some sale somewhere whatever so uh, i was not listening probably you know absent minded i just went through my lunch and we retired to the bedroom and the ladies have the sixth sense to guess what's going in the husband's mind so she said uh, he is not normal so she came up to me and she says what's going on in your mind you are not uh, normal so i told her okay close the door i'll tell you so i closed the door and uh, then i uh, disclosed to her that this is what doctor has told me uh, she is a lady of uh, great steel and grit and determination uh she absorbed the news and i'm sure it must be more devastating for her than to what it was to me um but she did not show any expressions 
she kept quiet for two minutes and then she said uh, if the doctor says it will be cured it will be cured why should we bother this simple one line she said if the doctor says it will be cured it will be cured don't worry so but i could you know feel the storm in her heart you know, in her mind uh, at that point of time uh, brewing inside which she didn't want to share with me so whole afternoon we kept on you know talking about it discussing kisko batana my mother was very old she was bedridden she was with us if we tell her she will be you know probably not be able to take the shock uh, children should we told tell them not tell them what to do uh, how to manage things how she will go about doing it uh, it's a life changing experience uh, you know whole thing changes uh, around you so evening then both of us decided that you know let's take it as a challenge as a war why why say why me we can keep crying one option is to keep crying other is to face it like a soldier one adversity has come one challenge has come let's win over it we'll fight it out so we both embraced each other and uh, we said okay here it is we'll not hereafter cry about it we will face it uh, that's it we called the two children and we uh, disclosed to them uh, that this is it but uh, we as a family will fight together and don't let the disease uh, dominate the daily life you continue with your studies your work whatever life is going on i will also continue and also do my uh, this thing uh, so next day me and uh, my wife went to brigade dhar uh, again uh, and he briefed us how the treatment will be how the chemo will go on how much time it will take what difficulties will come through and he uh, gave a long lecture to us uh, at the end of the uh, thing he said sir anything you want to ask me uh, you can ask me any doubts any queries any so he said uh, now we'll take a biopsy and it will take 7 days for the biopsy results will come out and once depending upon the biopsy results we will decide on the protocol treatment and then the treatment will start after about 10 days and uh, it will take about 6 months so after the entire discourse i asked him i said brigade dhar we have planned a family uh, uh, holiday to sikkim uh, with all relatives children everybody so uh, after giving the biopsy can i go there and i'll come back and take the treatment so brigade dhar almost fell from his chair he said here's a chap here i am telling him you got cancer and uh, rather than crying he wants to go on a holiday uh, he said sir you're great anyway if you can enjoy the holiday go ahead and then come back and then we'll take charge i said okay so we went for the holiday with children family we did not tell anybody uh, there was a minor scar of the biopsy which i used to do the dressing myself or my wife used to do and we told them this is just a small boil which is happened and we cut short our visit by two days so that we come back in time and uh, uh me and my wife we came back other family members stayed but we came and i started uh, a report at kamo biopsy and i started with the chemotherapy and uh, that's how the initial break in of the news uh, took place and uh, then started the chemotherapy for the six months should i continue with the chemotherapy out <laughs> uh, you know brigade uh, dhar told me i said what is chemotherapy he said we'll give you some medicines uh and 
first day he gave me some medicine he came in the evening uh, and he said sir are you okay i said yes he says bas this is so simple your chemotherapy has started and uh, you know uh, it is something like when in the academy somebody used to tell us to run he told us our seniors told me just put the left foot forward and then put the right one forward and re- keep repeating it the running is so simple <laughs> so that that is the simple explanation of chemotherapy which brigade dar gave me it's not so simple <laughs> uh, i still remember that uh, then i read a book you know if i share with you of uh, lance armstrong it's not about biking uh, he was a cycling champion world champion if you remember and he had a cancer he had 3% chances of survival uh not only he survived of uh, the treatment he went on to become the world champion once again so that was my inspiration to you know i read that book so in his book he says uh, i don't know which one will take me first the cancer or the chemotherapy so uh, that is that is chemotherapy it's not so easy and i am sure my friends who must be seeing it uh they must be realizing it because some people have very uh, bad experiences of chemotherapy but my body was strong since i was into physical fitness and uh mentally also i was there that yes i have to win so i took on that chemotherapy well yes it was a challenge because i had to attend to my office also after that five days generally i didn't take leave there were times when i was uh, undergoing the trip and uh, i was clearing the files Uh, in the chemo center uh, because i could not take leave delhi is such a pressure uh, this thing i had put on a lot of weight and uh, all the hair had gone and uh, um, but uh, extreme family support in this entire matter in fact uh, my wife had told everybody if you want to come and cry please cry at home don't come if you want to sympathize we don't require sympathies we, uh, if you want to come and meet just and uh, give him a thumbs up and say that uh, yes buddy take it on then you're most welcome so you know my children would come and give me a kiss on the head and say you're looking good <laughs> in my bald head <laughs> so that's how we uh, sailed through that uh, you know uh, since i was the brigade commander on that kanas uh, day on 28th of september there's a wreath laying goes on in the india gate so i was supposed to yeah. be doing the parade and i was not so fit to you know stand there for half an hour and do the parade uh, so they told me that you don't do it and somebody else will replace me i said no if it's my duty i'll do it uh, so the doctor was also very apprehensive that you don't and had i fallen down in between or something happened it would have come in the entire media because the whole thing is telecast live that time and the chief was coming and i had to stand behind the chief and, uh, but i pulled through those one hour of physical stamina and uh, i'm thankful to the god nothing happened and then i came back home and i was flat <laughs> uh, after that uh, so such instances uh, did happen uh, but i continued with my work i went for all exercises i uh, uh, went through it for 6 months i was fit after that i once the treatment was over i regained my shape i used to do extensive physical fitness i shed off my weight those 10 15 kgs of weight i had put on i came back to shape and you know army your career is at stakes the moment you have something like this you put in low medical category so uh, yeah. uh, then i was to be upgraded 
I went up for upgradation for the low medical category. So people said that uh, it is so, uh, how can we upgrade you? You just gone through it. The catheter is still on. There's not even six months from the time you had the chemotherapy. But I had to get upgraded for, I was to be selected for a very prestigious course called National Defense College. So I told the doctor, I said, uh, I was in the Sena Bhavan, uh, Army headquarter, my office, uh, I was posted there after completing the brigade ka, this thing, job. Uh, office was on the sixth floor. Uh, I used to climb the stairs. So I told the doctor, I said, all those whom you fit, feel fit, they take the lift and uh, I go by the staircase. So you can decide whether I'm fit or not. So he said, sir, you are fit. So he made me fit. I was selected for that course. I underwent that course. And uh, at the end of two years, I was very regular with my checkup. Uh, after the NDC course, I was posted to Jodhpur. Again, a very good appointment. Uh, everything was all right. When in the last test, my house was packed up. I was to go, postings issued. Then I came to know that my disease is recurring again. And it's converting from high grade, low grade to high grade. Now that was a very dangerous situation which had to be dealt immediately. So I went to the hospital, Brigade Dhar was in mourning because his father had expired two days back. Uh, I rang him up hesitantly because you know he was in a different state. So he said, sir, you come home straight away. So I went to his house. He came out of that morning uh, meeting and came to a side room and he saw my papers and uh, he said, I said, I'm sorry to disturb you. He said, no, your life is more important. My father is already gone. I don't want to lose my friend. Uh, so that is the greatness of people. You know, I owe this life to such doctors and paramedics. So uh, he chopped out a plan for me and he said, I'll come to the hospital tomorrow and brief my subordinates about how to go about it. But you now apply for uh, your posting to be cancelled and you get admitted and we have to take it on immediately. So I came back and told my wife and, uh, you know, it's like enemy always strikes you when you are not prepared. So the uh, luggage half packed and uh, children also, my son was undergoing training of a pilot, the Air Force, he was selected for that. Uh, my daughter was uh, in class 12, uh, board exams and uh, uh, half house packed. Now you can't stay in Delhi unless the posting is cancelled, then to retain in that house or to get changed. Uh, so many hassles, administrative hassles were there. Uh, but then one had to overcome, my treatment started again and then I had to undergo bone marrow transplant. Hmm. Uh, so bone marrow transplant is again a very difficult procedure, you know, more difficult than what I anticipated. Uh, if I give you a simile, it is uh, something like, you know, it's autologous bone marrow transplant which I underwent. Uh, it means that, you know, like a rose plant is there and say the plant roots gets infected the, uh, and the plants is started drying up. So you take the bud and put it into a fresh earth somewhere and let it germinate. Once it becomes, uh, picks up and the leaves start growing, you throw out this main plant from the pot, you treat the mud with the medicine and put that uh, cutting, which it uh, flourish somewhere else, 
back into the pot. That is something like uh, autologous, you know. Uh, they took out my own uh, bone marrow because my bone marrow was not infected. And they stored it, it is stored at minus 95 degrees centigrade somewhere. And then they treated me, my body, uh, with the chemotherapy. And then they took me into a bone marrow transplant chamber. Hmm. In that chamber, uh, uh, me and my wife went as a buddy. So they said, my wife will be a difficult job for her. So she said, no, I will come. Because it is not only person to do the, your attending to your nursing requirements. It is a, um, you know, you require somebody with whom you can share thoughts when you are alone there. So that uh, reminds me when in the corona, people say isolation and quarantine. It was something like that, which I went for 45 days. So that PMT had its own uh, uh, challenges to this thing. And uh, uh, while they put the catheter, they put a catheter here so that all medicines and everything, food you are not able to eat, goes into right into the body. So when they were putting that, probably some infection got into it. And when they wheeled me into the bone marrow, this thing, chamber uh, and they put the first medicine the infection got into the blood and i suddenly had chills and the temperature shot up to 100 304 and i went into a coma oh, and uh, i lost consciousness and uh, after one hour when i opened my eyes all the doctors and everybody was so worried and my wife they were all looking down at me i didn't know what has happened so when i looked at the watch i found one hour Minus from my life. I said, I don't know what happened in that one hour. So they said, sir, are you okay? Yes. I said, yes, I'm okay. It appeared to me as if I had gone into a sleep. But then later on, they told me that I had gone into a coma. And uh, it was great that I revived. Anyway, uh, we were there in the bone marrow transplant for that. That infection delayed the you know recovery. Mm. And uh, But we used to maintain our physical fitness regime there. We used to do walking within that one room in terms of time, not in terms of kilometers. To say, okay, half an hour of walk and half an hour of yoga, half an hour or 15 minutes of pranayam. We used to do in that room only till the time I almost became dead and I couldn't get up from the bed. Uh, we used to do every day. So when people say lockdown, I'm not able to go out, I'm not able to do anything. I would have want to gym, but I said, you modify your regime into something which, you know, suits the circumstances. And we did that anyway after that uh, to cut the story short. I came out mm. winner again. Uh, and uh, after 45 days, I was through. And after six months, I got promoted to Major General uh, wow. and went into a very prestigious appointment. So twice, you know, I came down from a time that felt as if I will not get uh, cured now whether I will live for the next day or not. I survived, not only survived, I fought back to get into shape. I was upgraded medically and got my promotion uh, twice. This happened. And third time after five years, after that five years, I was okay. Uh, I was in MIT University. I retired as a Dean of Student Welfare. And that time, uh, a mild occurrence probably was felt that it, disease may start at a very preliminary stage. So the doctors advised that I should take a dose of chemotherapy. So that time I took a uh, dose of chemotherapy, but I again didn't take leave. I didn't tell anybody. I only told the vice chancellor because I had to take leave for a particular time. 
and uh, i used to go to delhi take the trip those uh, for five days come back and attend to my work so that one since i was a veteran of two wars earlier and the third one i could just take it in the stride and i told cancer come on doesn't matter <laughs> so that was the third bout and after that the cancer has not uh, had dared to come near me and though i get my checkups and all done but i am absolutely fit and fine and uh, uh, my wife is a nutritionist so she takes care of my diets uh, and uh, physical fitness and we are leading a wonderful life that's it thank you oh my god this is such an inspirational story sir i know you cut it short a lot but <laughs> although i would have wanted to listen to all of that yes but yeah. it's such an inspirational story like the first time the second time the third time someone who has gone over cancer three times that is not something small that is a huge feat to pull off <laughs> you know i must uh, share with you one thing uh, when uh, we were in bone marrow transplant my daughter was undergoing her 12th exams uh, okay. 10 plus 2 exams yeah. uh, and uh, my son had just joined unit he was newly commissioned into air force with great difficulty he got leave he came back home to be with her uh, both brother and sisters were alone me and my wife and the bone marrow transplant where you can imagine the pressure on the children that they were not sure whether their dad will come back alive from that treatment or no i was dangerously ill i was put on di list dangerously ill patients uh, for those 30 days uh, sometime it felt that uh, you know it may be the the end uh, before the exam she would come she can't come inside so through a glass window she would just wave at me and uh, on the telephone talk to me and we used to give her our blessings for the exam she would go and give the exam imagine the pressures on her mind uh, and giving the exam of 12th yet she came out winner she got for 86% marks uh, really 12th and she got admission in the delhi university so uh, children also faced a uh, lot of trauma a lot of uh, you know uh, stress because of this uh, along with us but then uh, they also had the resilience probably in their dna that we all <laughs> put together we fought it out and we said nothing doing my son also successfully completed a training joined the unit uh, during that period of when all this was going on uh, and similarly my daughter she did her 12th did her graduation from delhi university while all this off and on was going on but the 12th exams while we were in bmt was really that she pulled it off that's what i wanted to share you are so proud of them you are so proud of the fact that they held it together right yeah they held it all together each one had their own responsibility to yeah. hold the family together wow and they really really did live up to the absolutely. responsibility absolutely and today we are sitting here and speaking about it looking back with so much in hindsight when you look look back you feel so proud don't you sir yes certainly certainly nadia now uh, you feel so happy and uh, to all those who are uh, still undergoing the treatment and uh, struggling i would say the family support is uh, a very 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 big asset and it's all mind the minds the winning and losing is in the minds if you decide you will come out winner you will come out winner uh, i have seen number of patients who were around me or used to meet me uh, various times and now also 
when i talk about psycho oncology i go and give lectures you know last cancer day i was in nepal so when i talk to the students talk to the patients uh, many of the patients i only say uh, you know just hold on don't worry the doctors will kill the uh, disease you don't have to worry you just hold your ground like in the forge we say just hold the ground uh, the enemy will be killed by the doctors and the medicines so that is uh, so well put yeah um, so uh, but the patient at times gives up and when he gives up mentally the desire to live that is the time i have seen fatalities happen so all those who succumb are the one who at some point of time give up to their sickness if you are mentally strong that no nothing will happen to me it will not that is so true that is this we are hearing from someone who has gone through it thrice so there has to be some truth in it there has to be to everybody out there watching this video i must say this it is the mind that makes all the difference it is True. your because human endurance the human spirit is always made to bounce back it is always made to bounce back it is not made to just give up without a fight right and this so, body has got amazing potential amazing uh, strength it, this body has got uh, you will realize you know when you are dead tired you can't even walk two steps like in the army training and suddenly there's a enemy attack on you you forget everything and then you fight for maybe another two days without food water and all so this full potential of the body is never realized similarly when you're fighting the cancer you may feel mar gaye ab to mere se bardasht nahi hoga but if you get up and say no i'll fight the body can take a lot of beating that's what i want to say body has got immense potential we must exploit it and it is the mind which gives up if you are mentally strong not to give up the body will take all the beat the body will yes definitely yes. we are made like that yeah, god has made, made us like that yes definitely <laughs> so what would you have to say to all the viewers out there the caregivers out there uh, survivors out there as words of wisdom as lessons learned you know what uh, no, would you like uh, to say yeah. what is your message uh, i would like to you know share three things with you uh, one is about the uh, because every crisis teaches you a lesson uh, so uh, let me you know certain lessons which i learned from this uh, fight i must share with uh, all of you and then i'll talk about the doctors and then uh, i will uh, whatever life lessons we learned i'll share with you yes uh, first you know what i learned is the courage to face an adversity since you've gone through so much in life where you had had a kiss that death almost and came back uh, no adversity now matters to me i don't get perturbed you know people thoda sa corona ka fear ho gaya they start uh, so panic uh, because of corona uh, and uh, some chota sa accident ho gaya some adversity in life koi exam mein fail ho gaya people are giving up their life somebody committing suicide Uh, so i really you know this uh, god's gift i would say this cancer fight has given me the courage to face any adversity yes, it doesn't matter i have faced much more difficult times so any small adversity does not affect me 
that is one great lesson that it has transformed my life secondly uh, as i told you be a fighter uh, victory and defeat is all in the minds if you are a fighter in life everywhere not only disease everywhere in life be a fighter take it on and then faith in destiny i have now started becoming more believe in destiny you know uh, uh, not fatalistic but i would say have believe in destiny do your job like in the corona i tell people you know one day you have to go and when that day of reckoning comes uh, there will be some reason assigned to you whether it will be heart attack or there whether it will be uh, you know flu or it will be road accident or it will be a uh, um, bullet which is fired uh, so now in the corona times one more reason is added that is corona that's about all so when your day comes some reason you will go from this world and as long as that days of reckoning does not come nothing will happen to you even if you live in corona time so don't be afraid don't die before the death comes live it up you know when um, in the corona is so interesting i am writing an article on corona and cancer correlation uh, corona 1.59% uh, chances one and a half percent uh, chances of fatality and lance armstrong had 97 chances of fatality only 3% chances of survival when i was going for bone marrow transplant after the thing was over brigade that told me sir you know you had only 20% chances of survival i said 20% of bloody good yaar we launch attack for 20% and i came out winner i said 20% good enough now with people who have not even been contacted by the corona so scared i said corona ho jayega so what it is only 2% fatality chances don't be scared of it take it on anego so uh, i become more uh, fatalistic and believe in destiny have compassion towards other be more forgiving you know i have got more patience waiting for various things and then the family together you must your support system should be in place your family your friends your relatives whomsoever you make friends like i made friends with nadia today uh, that is the support system which keeps you going sabki ladai hai sabko milkar ladna hai Uh, we have to fight it together, and then find joy in small things. That is one thing. You know, when I was down badly off, then sister will come one day and say, "Sir, today injection won't be needed." I used to jump with joy like a kid who has got a toy. I said, "Yeah, today injection won't be needed. Damn good." Or when you are being pulled out of the BMT, or doctor will come, sir, today will discharge you. I used to say, "Yeah, bhagda karo." As discharge or I hospital say, as if first time I am going home. but then we have to like you see the cricketers they take one wicket they all huddle up and jump up and you know make noise and celebrate that one wicket they are taking 10 wickets in the day or every day that is happening but they celebrate as if that one wicket is the final thing in their life so we also need to find small joy in small things in our life day to day life and pick up those small moments of joy and live it up enjoy don't sell don't think about larger are yaar cancer ho gaya corona ho gaya ye ho gaya are thankful to the god i am alive today wonderful small goals yeah reach to small. the bigger goal yeah find happiness find happiness in day to day happening you know i used to discuss with brigade that my doctor 
uh, and we used to say that uh, at times the chemotherapy is good because once your hair go and when they come back they all black and shining so mm-hmm. i don't use any colors at 62 years of age they all black uh, and um, uh, there's no problem of bp your sugar levels your cholesterol everything comes in the right place so we used to jokingly sab logo ko ek chemo karai lena chahiye so that all your lifestyle problems come into shape so these are small things that we find in life and uh, i must also you know share what life lessons we have learned cancer is a great leveler hindu muslim sikh isai सबको बराबर होता है अमीर गरीब का कोई फर्क नहीं करता कोई जात पात का भेद नहीं करता हमको भी आपस में भेदभाव नहीं करना चाहिए आई वेट टू हॉस्पिटल इन नागपुर नेशनल कैंसर इंस्टीट्यूट आई डोंट नो यू मस्ट अबाउट इट इट्स न्यू हॉस्पिटल स्लोगन दैंसर डज नॉट डिफ्रेंशिएट वाई शुड वी सो दैट्स अ वेरी गुड थॉट and another thing they say it's sabki ladai it's everybody's fight Thank the government you. should do their part the society should do their part the family should do their part and the person of course who is infected will also do his part so we all should fight together amazing sir amazing and, the way you're speaking with so much of humility uh-huh. and power at this point it's just it's just so uh-huh. nice for me to hear i'm so inspired i must say and you know uh, i wonder i also uh, as i told you when this news was broken to me i also said why me everybody thinks first reaction is why me but today when i uh, talk to people when i talk to the cancer patients and all those who must be listening to me uh, i said tell cancer try me why should you say uh, why me say try me i am strong enough come on let's fight and i'll win so let god try me uh, i have got lot of strength that should be <laughs> the photo in life and also your life should go on normal be positive positivity helps and now they have done some chemical test also to find that in such disease or adversities it is if you positive in mind it secretes certain hormones and certain uh, chemicals uh, which help in curing the disease mm-hmm. so i read a lot on this and uh, so the positivity of the mind man ke hare hare man ke jeete jeete everything is the mind be positive and the treatment of your medicines will be enhanced if you are positive and then don't get stressed ho gaya to ho gaya fight it out but if you say hi mar gaye hi mar gaye to it will further complicate the thing you know it will not uh, uh, have any uh, use full thing to you there's a small word i can share with you called chemo brains yes, the patients who uh, undergo chemotherapy the uh, brain becomes a tad slow because of so much of toxic medicines that goes into it actually happens and you become a little forgetful or the processing of the mind which is uh, extremely fast you know i am talking to you you grasping it uh, it to my mind it takes as if i have heard the thing is being processed and then i react to it so that split second takes more in the mind but it helps you know when your wife says you are not listening you can say i have got chemo brains here <laughs> so all the cancer patients use this as a weapon to 
counter their wife when she says you are not listening to me. <laughs> right, sir. Okay. Uh, we talk about the people who are presently uh, undergoing treatment. You asked me that. Yes, sir. Uh, what could be so? You know, yes, sir. So I would say uh, keep fit, improve your immunity, and uh, never sit down. Winning and losing is all in the minds. And don't die before the death comes. पहले से लोग हाय आज कैंसर हो गया तो आज ही खत्म हो गए बस नहीं यार अभी तो बहुत दूर है and you know the people who call me up and say sir I have got eighteen chemo's done I am in this fourth stage terminal stage what do I do I don't have a heart to tell him what to say then I only tell him keep hope miracles do happen. and you may be the chosen one for the god to miracle to happen with you so uh, give them hope here even if they are on the terminal stage where the doctors have told them you take him home nothing can happen he'll survive only for a month or so oh, and such people get connected to me they give me a call one person called me up from dubai he had undergone 18 chemotherapies and mm. i said i am good yaar you i have hats off to you you are much better than me You have faced so much," he said. "Sir, will I survive?" I said, "Of course you will. Why will you not survive?" I said, "Miracles do happen, dear." He said, "How will I survive?" Doctors have said, "No, you are not a doctor." I said, "I am not a doctor, but he is also not a god. How can you say that you will not survive?" I said, "I can only say, if it is destined that you will survive, God is testing you. There will be a miracle, and you will survive." And can you believe me? He is surviving today. God bless his soul. Amazing. He is there. He has come out of it. That is so, when you get that satisfaction, no, sir? Yeah. Uh, amazing, sir. Amazing. So, um, uh, to conclude, if I say, uh, just one line. Please go ahead. Uh, the pain is inevitable. Uh, you know, pain. I say is a non-transferable account. Uh, everybody has to suffer whatever is written in his destiny in his karma in his bhagya you have to uh, sub, you have to you know that pain has to come to you uh, if it was transferable the rich people would have transferred to their servants and bought people to suffer the pain but pain is inevitable whatever is written for you but don't suffer the suffering is optional the pain came to me i refused to suffer so suffering is optional it is in your hands so the pain is inevitable bear it and you will come out winner that is such a good line sir thank you so much i am so humble sir i am so inspired and humbled at this moment at your thank line thank you nadia coming uh, from someone who has gone through what you've gone through it's just very inspiring and very motivational sir thank you so much for your time uh, and you were saying any questions you want to ask me or any of the audiences would have told you to ask actually all my questions are answered <laughs> you all my questions one after the other you went answering everything so i have literally nothing to ask you i just have to you know keep tell you keep inspiring us people like uh, you really you. inspire us and we are i will there. just uh, i'll just share the screen where my contact details are there yes uh, i'll request uh, please uh, send it to all the people the patients or their family members or the well wishers or the caretakers if they want my help uh, 
I am my availability is free, and I okay. travel uh, all over the world, inspiring people, talking about psycho oncology. I am not a doctor. I am not God. Uh, I am not a astrologer, but I give them a hope to live. So just share my uh, details with them. I am sharing on the screen. Yes, sir. Yes. Please put me on the screen sharing. Actually, I can share it with uh, on on the recording only, sir. It's okay. Okay, you have got my card. Yes, Please share yes. it with them, and uh, I am available. They can give me a call anytime, or give me a WhatsApp or a message, or uh, I will uh, do my best, whatever I can. Definitely, sir. Definitely, sir. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for being the person that you are, and being this this motivational yet so humble and like with so much so much energy. There's so much energy and so much gratitude in in your way Thank of you. talking and in your attitude, sir. I am so much in awe of you right now, <laughs> and I had such Thank a you. nice time talking to you. It is such a yes. pleasure talking to you, sir. Thank you so much from your very busy schedule to take this time with us and speak your truth and speak your experiences. It really means a lot from zenonco.io and Love Heals Cancer. I want to thank you, sir. Thank you so much. Your organization and me put together, if we can save even one life, we we'll, uh, would have achieved our aim. And yes. we'll be thankful to the people. Yes. Yes, That's the aim. that is the aim. That is the goal. Yes. <laughs> Have a good day. I'm evening, available sir. with you. Yes, with your yes. Zenco. Yes. Uh, Zen whenever you want. Yes, sir. Thank you very much. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Have a good evening, sir. Take care.